1: Welcome to the beauty of our Catholic heritage. Our host is Father Jacob Shea, a Norbertine father of St. Michael's Abbey in Orange County, California. Father Shea has a great love for our church's heritage. The beauty of our Catholic heritage with Father Jacob Shea.
0: Welcome back to the beauty of our Catholic heritage here with Father Jacob Shea. Today, we will speak about some simple but very beautiful Catholic traditions that every Catholic should know about and introduce into their families if they can. So let's start with a prayer, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, in a home, we want to make the home like a little church. And we want to make sure that the Sacred Heart of Jesus is the center of every Catholic home. And so in every home, just like in a church, we will have a, if you can, a holy water font right at the door. Or you can have one maybe in your room in your bedroom or something like that and just have holy water always ready and you can get that from the church and you can have that beautiful holy water font at the door of your house so that when you come in you just dip your hand in the holy water and make the sign of the cross. This is a very powerful Catholic custom. And when you get a holy water font, you want to make sure you get a nice one. So there is this tendency that in the Catholic Church, we always try to settle for less. And sometimes you... I guess have to because of monetary things, but if you can, right, we want to try to give Jesus the best and see that we are really investing in something really amazing. If you buy a beautiful, you know, stone, holy water font, or, you know, a really nice one from a, you know, Catholic bookstore or something like that, or you just find one online, a beautiful one that is decorated very nicely, and that could be a really beautiful centerpiece for your house. And when your children look at it and they're inspired by it, it's ingrained into their heart and their memory. And so here, you know, if you want to use a rosary, obviously, you know, sometimes, you know, the plastic rosary is all you got. But you want to have a beautiful rosary that you really care about, uh, that you will really treasure. And so that when you pray the rosary, you pray with great devotion and fervor because you have this beautiful piece of art. That you're using in order to pray, namely the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So, with the Holy Water font, you go and you dip your hand in it, you make the sign of the cross, and then your house becomes like a little church. It really is supposed to be a little church, because here the Sacred Heart of Jesus is the center And your home always, always revolves around the sacred heart of Jesus. And so when you enter your home, it is a sacred place. The home is not a place of anger that is going out of control or division in the household. You want to make your home a place of peace. You want to make it a place where virtue can grow and spiritual beauty, that is the beauty of the soul, can grow. In our homes, we do so many things. You know, we take care of our face, we take care of our hair, we take care of our nails, we take care of our body, whatever it is. All these things happen in the home, and if we really treat the home as a sacred place... Things which normally turn to vanity, you know, so for example, hair, taking time with makeup, you know, these are not bad things, but you really sanctify them and give them to our Lord. We want to make everything in our home all a beautiful sacrifice to God. And usually when we think about this, at least for some people, when we think about, oh, I got to, you know, make my church, make my house a church, you know, I'm just going to make it look like a church. I can't relax in it or whatever. There is a real way that you can have a very fashionable, but very also sacred and beautiful house. You don't have to make it look, you know, kind of kitsch or just kind of look a little bit corny. So, we have to get rid of this kind of corny Catholic devotion tradition type thing, okay? We don't want this kind of corny way to decorate our house with religious images, but you want to buy really beautiful things that will really uh, enhance the house so that, you know, you have your furniture in your house, but the real beautiful centerpiece is this sacred art that exists in the house and. You know, it is done very tastefully and very beautifully. It has a lot of cultural value also, and you really decorate your house fashionably and well with that Catholic art so it doesn't have to look exactly you know like a church but it should really be something sacred and so in our home you know these beautiful holy water fonts are a great idea and then we also want to have a main crucifix in our house and here we want to have a crucifix that is really beautiful done with a very beautiful corpus and as you see when you really invest in beautiful Catholic art here you will inspire your kids they'll always remember that beautiful piece of art that you know you really sacrificed for to pay for and you really put your sacrifice into that so you can make it the center of your house here we have to see that when we buy Things right That takes a lot of sacrifice. So, for example, in churches, the congregation, the people there, they would donate money for a beautiful vestment set for the church. And this beautiful vestment set made out of silk and the most beautiful things. The parish would really pay and they would really use all of their funds there to produce this beautiful set that will be used for the glory of God at the holy sacrifice of the mass every day or every sunday or whatever that set that vestment set is used for and that's a real beautiful sacrifice that here your work is really being used for the service of god so that whenever everybody looks at that vestment set that's a beautiful donation to make because their minds and hearts will be raised to god not if you know somebody's wearing something not as nice like you know, just something very plain that doesn't really raise our minds to God. But if you wear something beautiful that has a brocade or silk damask with beautiful flowers or patterns on it, etc., all of those things really raise the mind up. So, also in the Catholic home, when you make a sacrifice to buy a really beautiful crucifix or a beautiful painting of Mary, something or a really beautiful statue of Our Lady of Fatima you know not a corny one but a really beautiful one your children see that your husband your wife sees that and it is something that you always will enjoy that you will always see that you know I made this sacrifice I want this to be in the center of my home not the TV not the video game station those are not the center of my home not the computer that's not the center of my home the center of my home is this beautiful work of Catholic art, not corny, but very beautifully and tastefully done. Here we see that this crucifix has to really be the center of our home. You can also have as the center of your home um, that crucifix and then also have the sacred heart, a beautiful picture of our sacred heart, uh, the sacred heart of our Lord and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. These You can find a really beautiful picture um, or you can have a statue of the Sacred Heart of Jesus or the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And that is indeed another uh, kind of center of your home and there again when you see it it is something that inspires devotion in your family and really makes the place that you are working in if you have your little office in your home or the den or the living room or the dining room it really makes it a sacred place in homes today right if we think about what kinds of sins are done in homes right by people right young and old we can think of for example selfishness laziness happens in homes a lot vanity happens in homes a lot there's a lot of different vices that happen in homes and so obviously we want to keep the home a pure and beautiful a chaste place, a place that is dedicated to God. We are there for a lot of time in our lives, in our home. And so the home is really a symbol of heaven. It really is supposed to be a symbol of a place where we can go to to rest, a place where we go and enjoy the company of those whom we love in the presence of God. But the home has really changed in these modern times to a place of just pure selfishness. When people go home, they just go to their phones. They don't even talk to mom or dad. They don't talk to their brothers or sisters. They just go to their phones and stick their head in their phone or the computer or video games and just play for hours and watch Netflix. And now Netflix and all these, you know, Disney Plus and all these things, all these movie things, they just engross uh, They just take all of our attention. And this here becomes the very, very, very important part of our family life. And that becomes the heart of our family life. And then how can we grow in virtue in our family life? It's impossible. We have to make the center of our homes, Jesus and Mary, and all of this beautiful, 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 beautiful art. Here, we have to see that... The things of the world cannot, cannot, cannot be the center of our home. It must be the Catholic faith. It must be what is true, beautiful, and eternally true, and eternally beautiful. We must see that we cannot let the iPhone, the iPad, all this kind of rap music, all of these secular songs that can't be the real center of our home right, we have to listen to beautiful sacred music together as a family we have to pray together as a family there has to be a rosary time set aside for the family it has to be a beautiful place of peace We must root out all lust and all vanity and all rancor and anger from our home. It is supposed to be an image of heaven. It is supposed to be an image of loving communion with our family. So how do we do that? Holy water font, beautiful crucifix, beautiful devotional art, All of these very, very important things that we have to sacrifice for in order to get into our house. Then, of course, you know, you don't have to plaster, you know, pictures of Jesus and Mary everywhere, okay? But you do it in a tasteful and very beautiful way, and you are really doing it in a way that your attention is really grabbed by it, but it's done, again, in a very tasteful way, not a very kitschy, corny way. Okay? Because we want to make the faith look as beautiful as possible and really see that it's the center of everything, not in a forced way, but in a very beautiful, natural, but even supernatural way. And so here we see that we have to have that holy water font crucifix if you have a garden or you have a outside backyard have a mary statue that you can go to as a family that's a very good practice also and here you can go outside you know on some days and you can kneel to the statue of mary there she blesses the garden again the garden is a symbol of for example the garden of eden it is supposed to be like a paradise so that's why you should have you know a beautiful yard, Uh, again this symbolizes the Garden of Eden and peace and beauty and all these different things which um, the home should be it should be a paradise on earth, right? A place where we should really have a little church a little place where it is a place where we can run to the sacred heart of Jesus easily. So many people today just do not want to be at home. They see their house as a place of divinity vision they see their house as a place of boredom they see their house as a place where it's just i don't have anything to do i gotta get out of this place i gotta get free from this place that means something that means something very deep things as simple as you know making your bed i know all of us have this you know constant struggle maybe i don't know all of us but some people you know to make their bed beautifully in the morning every day right that should just be without you know, saying we should do that. Our room should be kept clean and very nice and very beautiful for Jesus every single day. That represents order in our home. So if our house is not an ordered place, or it could be in the other extreme, it's so immaculate and so ordered that you're kind of scared to be in the house, right? You want your home to be a place where it's filled with peace and comfort and a place where virtue can really grow, that you can come back from the world which wants to to eat us alive you know in all of the crazy things that are happening in our world today the world just wants to eat us alive with regards to the craziness on the internet you know in, on the internet and you know movies and all of these things they're constantly trying to destroy our morals they're trying to destroy our virtue right that we're trying to develop or make us not even develop virtue they're trying to just make us people that are enslaved Slaved to our passions Just do whatever you want to do Just do whatever you want to do to pursue pleasure That's what the world is constantly Trying to get us to do so when we go home, we have to, we have to, we have to find a place of protection. That's why a house has walls. It's supposed to protect us from the onslaughts of the world. And instead today, so many people have dysfunctional homes and they don't want to be at home. So what do they go to? They go to the world. They go to the outside and then they fall prey to the world. And then what do they do? They try to make a home themselves, but they don't know what a well-ordered home is and So here we got to really make our home a beautiful, inviting, you know, very classy place, a very beautifully decorated place that is not corny or whatever with religious art, but has really true and beautiful religious art and some rooms it doesn't have to have it necessarily you know you don't have to have you know um you know jesus in every single room um but at least in the heart of the house right you will have some kind of religious artwork and done in a very very beautiful and catching way so that here um it's the center of your house uh, but not in a imposing way that you just kind of just feel like everywhere you're looking there's a statue looking at you or something so here here we see that um, this is a place where there's a lot of creativity needed right you need to see what your family needs you need to do it in a beautiful way look for ideas ask your catholic friends ask other people you know what is it like what is it like Um, do you like this decoration do you like this way that it's decorated Is this beautiful is this too much in your face is this too corny is this too kitschy you know it's great it's a very beautiful way to kind of start the conversation How do you make a beautiful, classy, cultured Catholic home? Another thing, too, you know, you want beautiful music in your house, right? And you want to make sure that your kids understand beautiful music. Another thing, too, is you want to really live the church calendar in your house, So here you want to try to have a saint of the day or some kind of calendar, Catholic calendar in your house, which you really look to that you have. You know, you kind of open the book, you know, for your children. You know, if you have little children, you can have this picture book of the saints and open it to the saint of the day. And it's kind of like in a very beautiful shrine area, which brings us to the next part. There should be a kind of shrine area or a place where you can really have a sacred place in your house that you can go to and really pray a quiet place you know there should be some kind of shrine area in the house where you can really concentrate and pray together as a family or you can even have multiple places where you can just be alone by yourself and pray and get away sometimes from the family kind of retreat a little bit from the family to have some just quiet time in the house by yourself some people might even have their own you know private little chapel there you know obviously you cannot keep the eucharist in your house um, this is not possible you have to get special permission from the bishop to do that it's very difficult to do but and you have to find priests etc make sure that the host is taken care of properly um, the host has to be changed at least every month but that's just a side here you know you can just have a beautiful shrine to Our Lady, to Our Lord, or your favorite saint, etc. You know, a place set up in your house, um, and you know, you can paint that room a beautiful blue for Our Lady. You can decorate it with fleur-de-lis in gold, and you can really go and all out. You can make it a family project to have a prayer room. So those are some ideas. You don't need to, necessarily, but it's a really great idea to do that. And so having a, you know, podium maybe with the Book of the Saints, something easy for the children to see and read, you know, that's also very imitative of the Orthodox churches where they put out an icon for every calendar year in some churches. So they have a special icon that they bring out every day that there's a saint and then they change it. And so there's that beautiful constancy that you know you're looking forward to the next saint of the day that you're going to learn from that saint of the day and that's really put into your home another thing that you can do if you like the icon tradition you know you can really have those some beautiful icons are done um, in a relatively inexpensive way it's still very nicely done and you know you can have those icons in the house you can also uh, buy beautiful candlesticks um, here Um, you can have also um, you know beautiful fabric that you can use to decorate and cover maybe like a little table a damask pattern of flowers and things like that kind of looks a little bit churchy there is a lot of room for creativity here and so the whole thing is and the very very important lesson is that we must with all of our hearts make Our home, an image of the church. We must make it an image of heaven. It must be a place of peace where our guardian angels can really help us to move in virtue, advance in grace, and everything that we get from going to Mass, hopefully every day, but at least every Sunday, right? We want to go more than just every Sunday. But we bring that back to our home and it flourishes in our home and it flourishes in our family it flourishes in our conversation everything here to build a powerful beautiful Catholic culture and indeed really the Catholic Church really always strives for more they want more glory for Mary, more glory for Jesus, we want our house to be more for Jesus and more for Mary in the most beautiful way possible in the most beautiful beautiful way possible so those are some ideas that we have for making our house a traditional catholic home and here we want to make our house an image of heaven So let's pray that all Catholic homes may be like this through the intercession of the Holy Family of St. Joseph, the head of the Holy Family, and let us ask him to revive these beautiful practices and the devotion of uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary in all Catholic homes. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: You've been listening to The Beauty of Our Catholic Heritage with Father Jacob Shea. If this program has been a blessing to you, please encourage others to listen as well. For more information, visit spiritfilledhearts.org. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. May God be with you this day and always. Listening to the Spirit Filled Radio Network. Tell a friend. No, tell ten friends. The following is our mission statement. The purpose of Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to build up the church by sharing the good news through the new evangelization. Teaching on the power of the Holy Spirit and using the healing power of the Lord to restore His people spiritually, emotionally, and physically. At the center of this ministry is God's love. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is faithful to the teaching of the Roman Catholic Church. Are you happy with your weight? Did you add extra pounds during the past year? If your weight is an issue, the Heaven Sent Weight Loss Program is your answer. With Gil Yearly as your coach, and by the way, Gil has worked with our bishops, priests, and hundreds successfully over the past 10 years with Heaven Sent Weight Loss. In fact, Archbishop Gomez lost 24 pounds in 30 days on this program. It's fast, safe, cost-effective. Women lose between 15 to 25 pounds. Men, 20 to 30 plus in just 30 days. Blood work will decrease. Your doctor will be happy. The best thing you'll do physically is the Heaven Sent Weight Loss Program. To get started, go to spiritfilledradio.org forward slash weight loss. That's spiritfilledradio.org forward slash weight loss. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting
0: Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.